0: Welcome to the weekly podcast of Upper Room Christian Fellowship in Lincoln, Nebraska. Thank you for listening. Good morning. Good to see you. There's a lot of people sick, which, again, I guess that means. uh, You know, that would have been cruel if you guys have been eating and I'm sitting here speaking. I just want you to know that. So let's nix that idea right now. It ain't happening, man. But anyway, please, even if you didn't bring something, please stay for it. It's, it's for, again, it's, it's our family, our church together. Okay? But before we get started, let's uh, start off with a word of prayer. Father, we just thank you for this morning. We thank you for your goodness, your grace, your mercy, your kindness in your spirit, Lord. Pray now as we come to you and, and look at these things, let us not be fearful, but let us look up and know our redemption is drawn nigh, but
1: also our calling through all this, not to check out, but we're actually to stand up and stand out. So Lord,
0: we just pray your blessing upon our time as we look at these things. Again, give us courage and strength to face our today's and tomorrow's. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, again, we're going through prophecy update. We kind of didn't, well, we didn't make it through all of them. The bummer was it kind of gave me more time to look at a few more things, which I'll still try to make this brief because the aroma is kind of coming over here and I understand. So we won't go extremely long. But still, I want to look at a few things again that's happening in our society and to take note of it. Take note of it again, because these are the signs of the times. And if we have ears to hear, we'll understand that that time is coming to a close. Now, again, I was going to say this towards the end, but I'll just say it again. But you don't know.
1: All these things can just be the beginning. It could slow down. Even though Scripture says, as you
0: see these things, it's going to intensify. But again, it really comes down
1: to retardant. That retardant is the church. It's you and me. And it's not to check out. It's to realize
0: our calling through this. That we have hope. And that's what we came together to sing about our hope. As we see these things, we see the struggles in our own lives are intensifying. If you haven't, then I wonder again, are you trying to follow the Lord? Because I think most of us, as we're trying to follow the Lord, have, have really sensed the intensity of the spiritual realm. So it's a time of, again, of understanding these things, but also to take action. And we'll, we'll talk about that a little later. But the reason why, too, is because one of the big signs of the end times is the apostasy of the church. We find this in Second Timothy chapter 4. It says, "...for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires." Because they have itching ears. They will heap up for themselves teachers and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. These are percentages. Today, 176 million Americans claim to be Christians, 69% of the population. Yet only 6% of U.S. adults, which is 9% of those identifying as Christians, possess a biblical worldview view believing the bible to be accurate reliable among their convictions large majorities of self-identified christians also report many beliefs not in harmony with biblical teaching according to the survey these include 72% argue that people are basically good 66% say that they have say that having
1: faith matters more than which faith you pursue. These are Christians. Oh, they call themselves Christians. 64% say that all religious faiths are equal value. Christians. 58% believe that if a person is
0: good enough or does enough good things, they can earn their way into heaven.
1: 57% believe in karma. Hindu. Too often people who want a certain reputation or
0: image embrace the label Christianity, regardless of their spiritual life and intentions, states Barna, which is the the, pole, the pollster. Christians have become somewhat generic it becomes a, excuse me Christian has become somewhat of a generic term rather than a name that reflects a deep commitment to a passionately pursuing and being like Jesus Christ. he states. Now, again, the list of this goes on and on. There's so much stuff that's going on. Oh, wait, excuse me. There's still something else. Probably no more than 15 million. This also means that probably less than 10% of professing Christians attending America's churches are truly saved. But the real number of truly saved people in this country might actually be even smaller than that. Varna's 9% number of Christians possessing a biblical worldview includes 30% who believe in Buddhism, Hinduism, Doctrine of karma, which is just another form of works salvation, plus 52% believe that man is basically good, which is blatant rejection of the biblical truth, that we're all sinners and we need a Savior. And that's what Jesus Christ came for, to die for us. But again, there's so much stuff happening in the churches, in the Methodist church, the Presbyterian church, and all the churches. Um, Just even recently, this is dated actually the 18th of this month, On Thursday, three houses of the Synod voted in favor of officially recognizing gay marriages for the first time with priests now being empowered to give their blessings to such unions, say the blessings of the Church of England. Now there's something else that's going on too because of uh, the wokeness of churches. And that is something that's called DEI. It's the Diversity, Equity, Inclusion. uh, The Episcopal Church... Is bowing down now to that altar. And what are they doing? They're removing the gender of God. He can't be male.
1: So now they're using different pronouns to describe God. Here's something that's very interesting
0: too, as this is starting to happen. Another historic Catholic church in Buffalo was sold to
1: to become a mosque. And what's interesting about this article, if you read it even further is the fact that Catholics wanted to buy it. And they didn't sell it to them. The church actually sold it to Muslims to be inclusive. The apostasy of the church, and we'll touch on something more as we go on. Marriage. Marriage is something that, again, has been something that's being
0: redefined. It says actually in the scripture that that's part of the end times that we'll see. And deceiving spirits, demons, doctrines, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry. And you think, why would they forbid to marry? Well, what's happening is even in our own country, we just there was a marriage. If the marriage can mean anything, the respective marriage act, Lets the government establish a permanent presence in the personal life while de- redefining your relationships. No matter how you define marriage, there is zero respect for it in the so-called Respect for Marriage Act that just passed. You may believe it serves to federally codify the Supreme Court's decision that rejected marriage as a male-female union, but maybe it would be excuse me, maybe it would do so temporarily. But that's not the end game. If we continue on this path, the government will no longer have to recognize any biological relationships. It need not recognize any legal rights you might have as parents for the for your biological children. Why should it? It would have already abolished its recognition of the union that produced the child, and that's what they're doing. Uh, they're that's what you know. You see what they're allowing that these kids have these operations for um, changing gender, and they're not. In some places, they don't even have to have permission from their parents. Uh, abortion, too, is the same thing. And, and we're seeing this more and more, and you say, well, why? Again, understand the end game here, the one that's behind all this, is that it's so that the government, or if you will, the entity involved here, is in control of the minds of the children or what they think. And this is a game plan that's been played out time and time again. History can, continues to repeat itself. So marriage also, and that's why, if you will, that's why the transgender movement is so powerful, and the government's, well, the power to be. I shouldn't say just the government. That's not correct. The powers to be would be more correct. Of allowing this, Is again, is what is a male, what is a female? What is marriage? What, why even have a marriage? And there's, there's bills being passed now about polygamy coming back. And before you know it, it's going to be just, you know, actually James Dobson spoke of this way back when they were talking about redefining marriage in the first place. He says, what's it going to stop? Okay, it's going to be same-sex marriage, but what's going to stop for two men marrying one woman or one woman marrying two men or, or, or two women marrying a man or two men and two women marrying together or four and four, and you're starting to see this start take legs. Again, what defines a marriage then? And you think, well, what's so important about it? Because God ordained a man and a woman to marry, to become a family, to produce children, offspring, that they may train them up in the Lord, that they may know God. Wipe all that out. Now it's it's in a game that anybody can play. It doesn't matter. Now, in knowing that, too, is something else is happening. It's moral decay Again, we find this in Second Timothy chapter 3. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Well, this could have gone on and on and on, but I'm trying to make this a lot quicker than... <laughs> it could have been, so please bear with me. But right now, if uh, there's parents complaining about um, ladies of night, I'll say, because of the young crowd here, of being in front of um, public schools, actually. Um, San Francisco's got so bad that they're thinking of making a red light district. Uh, there's a lot of people being exposed, and I, I mean exposed as in without clothes, to a lot of young people. Outside of these schools, there's acts that are happening. And this, this is what's happening in our country right now. But it's not just that. There was a um, Chicago dad. He was placed on a watch list because he was opposing pornography in the school. And he, he's not even, he, he's a Democrat. Again, it's, it's, not, it's not about party here, gang. It's about decency. He was seeing what his kids had had bringing home. And he was like against this. And so because of this, he became part of a watch list. And we were hearing this more and more. And taken, um, actually he was going to fly somewhere. And he was on a line and taken off to fly. And he, he was questioning he missed his flight.
1: In America. It's crazy. Now, a polling released by Gallup.
0: Well, that was another thing I was going to say, but I'll skip that. But talking about, I'm going to read this whole article because I read this thing and I said, like, you got to be kidding me. This is in Canada. The Special Committee of MPs and Senators, which was charged, oh, and this is dated, excuse me, uh, 25th of this month. Charged with reviewing Ottawa's so called medical assistance in dying, it's called MAID program, issued a series of recommendations this week in Canada's House of Commons. The report urged the government to amend a law on assisted suicide
1: to make the service available to minors deemed to have requisite decision making
0: capacity. Assisted suicide should be available only to mature minors whose natural death is reasonably foreseeable. Hold that thought. The committee said the government would need to establish standards for assisting youngsters' capacity to make such a decision. The report added, but the lawmakers offered no specifics on how imminent a person's death would need to be for the government to help them in their life. The committee also suggested that parents or guardians should be consulted on their child suicide decision where appropriate. However, Ottawa also should require the will of a minor who is found to have the requisite decision-making capacity take priority according to the report. Another recommendation called for the government to undertake consultations with minors at the topic of aid, including minors with terminal
1: illnesses, minors with disabilities, minors in the child welfare system, And indigenous miners. Can you believe that? That's in Canada. You think, oh, that's in America. Oh, they're just a step ahead of us, gang. Crime overall, the last really the last decade has changed tremendously, and a lot
0: of the, they're complaining and saying that COVID had a lot to do with it, but also what's happening is that they are not um, persecuting those, or putting on trial and arresting those that
1: are committing violent crimes. Violent crime is up. Overall, 12%. Murder and manslaughter, 26%. Rape, 38%. Assault, 29 this is an America game. Moral decay. Now, <laughs> if that's not bad enough, Satanism.
0: Revelation thirteen four says, So they worship the dragon who gave authority to the beast, and they worship the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Second Thessalonians says the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs and lying wonders and with all unrighteousness deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. Anybody see the 2023 Grammys? If you didn't, I don't blame you. I wouldn't even have saw it if I didn't see all these different things that was going on there. But the worst part of it was. The Grammys called on Satan during the performance of a of a two of Steve Smith, I think his name is. I think it says that Sam Smith. You're right. And there was also a transgender too that was performing with him. Uh, the song was called Unholy. And they were basically he was dressed as Satan, and she was dressed or he I don't know they him. We, I don't know what he wanted to call himself, but as a, a demon. And the song, again, was Unholy, was promoting Satanism. In fact, the commercial said, brought to you by Pfizer vaccines. In response to a tweet
1: from Sam Smith from the Grammy Awards on Sunday, CBS declared that it was ready to worship. The U.S. will host the world's largest satanic gathering this year in Boston,
0: Massachusetts. The satanic temple is announced on social media, SatanCon 2023. It will take place April 28, 2023. Satanists have declared abortion a fundamental religious right and argue any state laws restricting the practice are unfairly discriminating against their members' religious freedom. Satan is more popular than ever and is in the news a lot in fact a satanic temple launches samuel alito's mom satanic abortion clinic in new mexico yes you heard right the satanic temple has opened a free abortion clinic clinic in new mexico that has named after supreme court judge samuel alito the tiresome provocateurs known for protesting religious expression in public spaces Reportedly, offer prescription drugs that induce abortion to those who wish to perform the
1: Satanic Temple's religious abortion ritual. Really? In America, folks. Oh, wait. It gets worse.
0: The Succoon Valley Middle School in Hellertown, Pennsylvania, gives the green
1: light to launch after-school Satan Club for children. It's called the After School Satan Club.
0: It's an extracurricular being launched at Sakun Valley Middle School in Hellertown, Pennsylvania. And this is the promoter of this. Her name is June Everett, National Cam- Campaign Director for the After School Satan Club at the Satanic Temple, said the Sacoon Valley location is their eighth one being launched. The club is brought to you by, she's saying this, the club is brought to you by your local friendly self-identified non-theistic Satanists. The kids love it. The parents love it, said Everett. The biggest complaint we have right now is that the club isn't running every week. And according to Everett, the Satan and Christians, excuse me, and according to Everett, the Satan that Christians believe in is not the same Satan that the satanic temple does. They claim they do not view Satan as evil. Or is trying to wreak
1: havoc on communities and do terrible things. We look to Satan as a positive symbol, said Everett. This is ever? it's in America. Worshipping creation. Therefore God also gave them up.
0: This is Romans one twenty four and 25. Therefore God also gave them up to uncleanness and the lust of their hearts. To dishonor their bodies among themselves. Who exchange the truth of God for a lie. Who worship and serve the creation rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Climate activists. This is actually a quote from the Tucker Carlson show. Climate activists had, without saying so out loud, created religion. All the features you would recognize in any conventional religion, they had their Eden, which would be the world before the settlers arrived. They would have their original sin because their, every religion has that. In their case, it would be the Industrial Revolution. And because of that original sin, they believed that a rapture was coming, the end of times, and in their telling to the end of times was climate catastrophe. The only way to save yourself from the rapture from this end times was to renounce your energy sins. Embrace the climate activism. Identify this as a sign that religious beliefs are inherent. Everyone has them, even atheists. You may not worship God, but you're going to worship something, and that's true. Well, well not many political theories age well, even over 20 years, but Michael Creighton's has. As a church attendance and self-identified religious faith have fallen off the cliff in this country,
1: the cult of climate has grown even stronger. Don't believe me? Pope Francis
0: and 40 faith leaders call for urgent action to combat climate change. Future generations will never forgive us. In an unprecedented... Unprecedented response to the grave threat facing all peoples worldwide from climate change. Pope Francis and some 40 faith leaders representing the world's major religions have joined an appeal for urgent action now. They signed it on October 4th of 2021. Oh,
1: see, there's a name for this. It's Gaia worship. It's getting lakes.
0: It, it was just recently, a couple of years ago, that they were doing it. at uh, I believe it was the world. It was in Europe. And they were celebrating, uh, if you will, Gaia. But anyone who has studied the global environment movement has no doubt heard the term Gaia. It's the revival of paganism that rejects Christianity. It considers Christianity its biggest enemy. Views the Christian faith as its only obstacle to global religion. Centered on Gaia worship and the uniting of all live forms around the goddess Mother Earth. Now, again, we're seeing this, but understand, it's, it's the one world. Always, people always wonder, how is the whole world going to have just one religion? Well, you, again, you have a common goal. You have a common desire. And you rally behind it. And right now what they're doing is deifying the world. Creation. You, again, we talked about this last week, so we I to kill it. But you're the problem. We're the problem. We're the
1: ones that are contaminating Mother Earth. We're destroying it. You are. You're the problem. We must go back to worshiping the earth. And if you will, Hollywood has really promoted this through a lot of different movies. Now, last thing I want to touch on because we'll probably need to end it here. It's persecution. And they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, said Jesus.
0: And you will be betrayed and hated by all nations for my name's sake. It includes Christians and Jews. In fact, here, the Iranian government is mapping Jews around the world with plans to kill them. If Israel attacks Iran, according to a report in London's Jewish Chronicle, that's happening right now, I don't know if you have been following this, but Iran is getting nuclear capability. Also, um, it's been reported that uh, the Russians are going to,
1: um, whether they give them or sell them, jets. To the Iranians. The Israel,
0: again, is that little country. It's about the size of New Jersey. And what's really interesting is how much they're hated. I remember mean, we went over this, I think, last week.
1: Oh, I, maybe I didn't. Let's see if I have that here. The reason why is because it's very... I don't have it, do I? But they have been, from the UN have basically, if you will,
0: have called them out more than any other country, twice as much as all the other countries that have been called out by the UN. Israel has been called out. Israel hasn't had to dance around the UN. Israel is an evil, according to the world. Israel needs to give up their land. Israel needs to do this. Israel needs to do that. And if you will, the Jews understand something. Because... All the Jews, and we've talked about this, around the world are going back to Israel. They're realizing that's the only safe place they have. They're being persecuted everywhere. Now, Israel, if you will, the, technology-wise, they're, they're, they're on top. Their economy is booming. They have found natural gas and oil. And that's not to say everything else
1: about Israel, meaning it's, it's, a, it's a food basket. In that area, a lot of food is produced there. It's also a bridge to the Mediterranean. It's a land bridge.
0: There's so much value there, and we understand something here's something I'll bring into it also is that it's written, and when Israel became
1: a nation, because it again, it speaks of it in the Bible, it said something too. It says something too should say. That Turkey, Iran, and Russia are going to attack them. You can keep your eyes on that. Now, the reason I bring this up, <coughs> excuse me, what's interesting about this
0: is when Israel for decades after they became a nation
1: had two friends in the Middle East. Turkey in Iran. Did you know that? And people were like, How's this going to happen? That's their two best friends. Well, not anymore. The other thing that was interesting was that their worst enemy was Egypt. But Bible prophecy says that Egypt is actually going to stand back and say, What are you doing? Why are you attacking them? And right now, again, Egypt is turning towards that way of being one of Israel's better friends.
0: Bible is true. Know that. And that's the reason why we're bringing this up, is that you have a God that already knows what's going to happen. The reason we do this, because I know a lot of people feel, what are you doing this for? It's because, again, to make ourselves aware of something. It's happening around us. If you look, spend any time looking at the news, you're going to be discouraged. You can't help but. And I would venture to guess that most of you barely look at the
1: news because it's very Depressing. It seems like right now, just as it said in Isaiah, that right is wrong and wrong is right. There's hypocrisy. You see it on both sides. But you see it in our government. More and more, our government is being exposed, it's being corrupt. The United States of America.
0: It's very Depressing. The things we're going over, and trust me, there's so much more we can go over. It's very depressing. But my point is, is to do a few things here. One is to encourage you. Why? Because God already knows this is going to happen. That's why I'm bringing this to your attention. God already knows. Don't worry about it. He's got
1: it. It's under his control. The king is coming. Number two. To be ready. He's coming. Number three. Don't just sit down and go, oh well, whatever be, whatever be. Putting your head in the sand saying, say lovey. Okay, Sarah, Sarah. No. Even more so, I
0: hope and I'm encouraging all of us, we should be praying for an awakening. We should be praying for awakening in God's church. Because if we went into Second Thessalonians chapter 2, we know that there is something that's keeping evil at bay.
1: It's God's Spirit. It's God's Spirit in His church. You, me. It's not to put our heads in the sand. It's to stand up. Do what you're supposed to do. Train your kids right. Love them right. Pray for
0: your neighbors. Pray for awakening in the church instead of it going... Again, towards apostasy that they wake up, that repentance comes, that we return to our values as Americans because we are
1: Christians, not because we're Americans. That there's an uprising in the church of righteousness,
0: of pure morality, not in judgment, but because
1: again, because it's the God that's in us. The Holy Spirit. That we stand up for what's right. That we go to our schools. That we are involved in politics.
0: There's this movement in churches that says, oh well, let the country go. We just have to be, we have to do the Romans 13 thing and we have to submit to the government. Not this government and no other government. Only according to that they walk
1: in righteousness, the government is put in place to make things lawful and just. But any country that does not walk in righteousness and justice
0: is not a government that you have to fully... i got to be careful when I say this. I'm saying I go, Wait, guys, I'm not telling you to pick up guns, okay? That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying, though, is to fight.
1: Fight with the things that you have that you can do. Politically. And understand morally. A child being, if you will, <laughs> talked into changing its gender is gross. It's wrong. Able to decide whether to live or die. How
0: many times when you were a kid you would say, Oh, I wish I could just die.
1: Can you imagine people saying, okay, sure, come on in. It's wicked. It's evil. It's perverted. If the church doesn't stand up, then who will? And again, I'm not saying bashing it. Even more so praying that God's Spirit would work in and through each of us. Because if God's Spirit's working through us, then there will be conviction. You can't enforce morality. Oh, you can with laws, but not the hearts. Only when Christ comes into a heart and changes it, that changes a society. Our founding fathers understood these things. They understood
0: that man was fallible. That's why they put all these checks and balances.
1: Uh, Do you know also that uh, Thomas Jefferson, specifically, did not trust populations in large cities. It's another reason why they counterbalanced it. Because he realized the mentality in cities were different from people that were working the land in rural places. And it had to be even to keep it balanced. That's why it's
0: important for us. Again, take note. Next week we're going to start a book. We'll be in Romans.
1: We're going to start Romans. Okay, Back to the Bible because that's what we're about here. But still, I want to encourage each of us. Be praying for revival an awakening in our hearts. What does God want you to do? Don't bury your head in the sand. Don't get discouraged. He wins. He wins. Well, what is God calling you to do now? At such a time as this, we're all Esther's. Why are we here? Now! It's always been said, when you, if you could live any time in history, don't trip over tables, any time in history, when would you want to live? Oh, I'd like to walk with Jesus. Do you know how many people throughout history wanted to see the day that He would come back? And we may be that generation. But it doesn't mean we sit on our laurels. It means that we're busy doing our Lord's work. The Lord's work cannot be done. Not by you, not by me. Not in the physical sense. Ah, but by God's Spirit, we bet. See, when those disciples in Pentecost were filled with the Spirit, 3,000 came to faith. 3,000. Why is that so important? Because, see, when Moses brought the law, 3,000 died. Why? Because they were already breaking what God was writing. They built an image. They danced around it. They sinned against God. And they had the choice. Those that were for God. And those who were not. 3,000 died. Pentecostal, the birth of the church. 3,000 came to salvation. In chapters, a few chapters later. It says that these men turned the world upside down. This was the mighty Roman Empire. God works through the few to do the mighty, to do His will. My perfect chipmunks. Did I say something you didn't want to hear, Travis?
0: Haven't I been good to you? Didn't I look at your picture, your crickets that you've eaten?
1: I do. All right,
0: again, I'm going on. Are you with me? If you have any questions, if you're discouraged, if you wish I didn't say these things, you can talk to me. But I really felt led to do this. Just for all of us to say, hey, you're thinking it and I'm thinking it. We're not alone. But to know, once again, he's got it.
1: Now, why does God have us here at this It's got to be something powerful. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for this morning.
0: We thank you for you. That you're in control. That you're in charge. That you know the end from the beginning and the beginning from the end. That you win. That your purposes will be fulfilled. Man can reject you, but it does not take away from the truth and the fact that you are God, that you exist, and that you're in control. Lord, let us be a people that submit unto your will. Some of us may have been struggling in this past week, thinking, how could you, Lord, call
1: them? But again, as we sing about your mercies and your truth and the grace that is brought to us through Jesus Christ, we rejoice. So, Father, we just pray that as we come together again as a body,
0: that you would bless And that you would use us for your glory and your purposes. Father, we just pray for the blessing that will be ours too as we fellowship together with a common meal. And we just ask all these things in
1: Jesus' name. Amen.